Hey everybody, welcome to Multi Multi, the podcast where we talk about the multi-site of student ministry. My name is Joe Crabb and I get the privilege and honor of being one of the hosts uh, on this podcast. And I am actually um, all by my lonesome today. No, no Gina uh, with me, but you know what? That's not fully true. I have our trusty producer, Trev, who is currently on Zoom preparing a lighting rig for our senior retreat that's taking place. So the man is multifaceted, which is needed for multi-site ministry. Uh, and of course, I have a special guest that we will introduce in just a second. But before we do so, let me just remind you of the vision of this podcast. Uh, the vision of this podcast is to equip churches who are entering into or are already a part of the wonderful world of multi-site student ministry or youth ministry. We don't discriminate, uh, but we hope to share with you guys what we have learned, what we are learning as we make mistakes, figure things out, and have conversations like the one we're having today with my friend, Allison. Allison from Feed Youth Ministry Resources. So, Allison, how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing great. It's a beautiful day in South Florida. Excited to be here. Excited to be talking with you, hanging out uh, on Zoom land. And hey to everybody listening. Yes, Allison, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. I'm very excited to talk about feed. And as you and I were even talking a couple of weeks ago, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, if all of our listeners even know about feed and just the amazing tool and resource that it is. And you guys already hear my excitement talking about feed. I'll just clear it up. This is not hashtag ad. They are, we are not getting any money from feed to support feed. We just want to equip the local church with what you guys are doing to see the gospel go further. And that's what feed's doing. So Allison, tell us a little bit about um, yourself, feed, and we've already kind of hinted at it. Feed's a resourcing tool. So maybe share with the listeners the top three resources on feed at this moment. Happy to do that. Um, so my name is Allison, and for the last decade, I've been committed to exploring and leveraging some fresh ways of doing youth ministry. And most recently, that's been with One Hope. Um, I've been at One Hope for a few years now, and I serve as the director of FEED, where we're advocating for new and innovative ways of thinking and doing youth ministry. And just for context, FEED is actually an initiative of One Hope, which is a global organization that's dedicated uh, to serving alongside the local church and engaging children and youth with God's word. Awesome. And I'll give a little bit of the history of Feed. Um, Feed began as a conversation more than five years ago through some exploration and some discussion that we were having with leading youth pastors around the U.S. We started recognizing that young people are growing up in a post-truth culture, yeah. that there is evolving technology and shifting family dynamics and we identified some pretty significant challenges of biblical literacy amongst young people, as well as a, the trend of Christian teens leaving their faith after high school graduation. And I know a lot of us have heard that stat. Yeah. Um, maybe it's kept us up at night. I mean, it certainly kept us up at night. But just to put all that a bit more simply, Gen Z is this unique, amazing generation with unique characteristics and it calls for innovative ways of engaging them with scripture. And those were kind of the dynamics and the issues that were far too large for any one church to address alone. There needed to be a new way of thinking about youth ministry. Yeah. There needed to be 
a new way of doing youth ministry. And there needed to be a community of next-gen practitioners to lead the change. And so that's where Feed was born. And um, Feed is more than just a philosophy. Joe, you kind of mentioned it. But we, we also created these practical resources and tools to help anchor and help that philosophy, to help that approach be lived out. And yeah. um, I would say are, are probably three most popular things. And, and the quick little aside I'll, I'll say is that these are all free. These are all a gift to the local church um, yeah. as, a, as a just the repercussion from the generosity of One Hope's partners. But um, so those resources are catechism, which are 70 questions and answers that break down the foundations of the Christian faith through a conversational approach. That's cool. Um, the second is our small group series. And these are 25 plus different topics and growing that we have that are relevant and are creating discussion and dialogue through the lens of scripture. Awesome. And then our third really popular resource that we have right now is Insights. And Insights is a tool that allows the youth pastor to get a Snapchat. Snapchat. Listen to me. I'm so relevant. Hey, <laughs> We're doing a lot of digital research right now. And okay. so I keep on having these like Freudian slips of like <laughs> social media platforms. Like I was trying to use the word dis discourse the other day, and I said oh. discord. So anyway, you guys just edit all that out, right? <laughs> so you know, insights gives youth pastors a snapshot of the health of their youth ministry, um, and also supports them as they're making some strategic decisions uh, for the next right thing for them to do that next step. Um, so that's this kind of an overview of who we are, who I am, and what Feed is is offering right now to the the local church community. That is such a great, I would say that elevator pitch right there. You know, if you're listening to that, you hear, I mean, I, I'm just so encouraged to hear how it, how it started. I, I think, you know, for many of us in ministry, we are those idea people. We're like, oh, what if we did this? What if we did this? And um, even as you're saying, I'm like, oh yeah, it makes me think of, you know, how, how the podcast came together. It's like, oh, hey, how can we be a resource and a help to individuals in this way? And then just to see it, I'm sure if you look back, you know, from five years ago, like, oh, man, here's where we're at. You know, what started with just an idea and just to see it come to life and uh, see how God's been using it to equip the, the, the local church um, and, and ministers and volunteers and uh, to see the gospel go forward. It has to be such a, a joy to see how God is um, has been using that and to see where it came from and, and where you're at now. So that's so cool to hear. And yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know for our listeners, for many of us, there, there's a ton of different resourcing websites out there and tools out there and uh, which are all great, serve a great purpose. And so I guess the aim of this question is not um, what makes us better than X, Y, and Z. Cause if our aim is all to see the gospel go forth, then, that's what really matters. But for the listener out there, what what else in addition to what you shared makes feed uh, unique and different? You know, what makes feed feed, so to say? Yeah. So I would say that number one is we're highly collaborative. We're designed for and alongside the local church. Everything that we do is in community. Nothing is ever done in a vacuum. And I think because of that, Feed is able to evolve and to grow as new needs and issues emerge. 
something else that, that really is very important to One Hope, and so of course it trickles into feed as well, is that everything that we do starts with research. It's research informed, it's research backed. And because of that, we're able to uncover and target and address needs in a really meaningful way. Um, and then also it's, it's a high emphasis on scripture engagement. We're not just moving students towards biblical literacy, but we're wanting to help them fall in love with God through his word. And then, yeah, just a couple other things is, you know, we're digitally based. So feed is really accessible and highly adaptable. And then as I already mentioned before, we're free and that's accessible. (laughs) Yeah, it's accessible. Yeah. So it's free. And again, just because of the generosity of our One Hope partners. So no strings attached with that. We only have one resource that has a cost associated and it's our only print resource that we have. And the cost is only to help us cover the cost of printing and shipping. That's it. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. That is so sweet. I appreciate you you sharing that. And, um, you know, the next question is, hey, it's it's adaptable, you know, it's accessible for people uh, with the seat that you've set. And I'm sure you've had that that bird's eye view to see how other youth ministries around the, the nation and beyond have have implemented some of these resources. So um, give us some of those tangible examples. What are ways that you've seen um, ministry student and youth and student ministries uh, utilize and implement the feed resources. One of the things that I love the most about feed is the diversity of our community and feeds approach and our values and kind of the what behind feed are true for all youth ministries, but there are so many different ways to actually use our resources. And uh, the metaphor that we kind of use on the feed team is that our tools are like Lego blocks. So Joe, you may want to take the blocks and build a castle. I may take them and I'm going to build a race car. And the same thing is true with our feed resources. Some some ministries are going to reboot their entire ministry model because of feed. Um, I think, especially in terms of small groups, small groups become the vehicle for discipleship and our small group series really helped us support that or Maybe someone else is going to use catechism as a theological pathway to equip their students uh, with those core truths of their faith. And then someone else may really lean into insights and use it as their framework for their strategy and for really understanding where their students are at. And then we have other youth ministries that use some sort of combination of all of those things, or um, maybe they're taking it and doing something completely unique. And we encourage that. We want people to really get to know and understand their unique ministry context and integrate feed based on that, even if it's completely dismantling what we've done and just picking and choosing certain parts of it. Um, you know, and I think that integration can really start well. And, and this is kind of the overarching principle is when you start asking questions like, what are the needs of my students? Where are they at? What did they want to talk about? What's the unique vision that God has given me for my youth ministry? And um, I would say another really uh, important way that a lot of churches have integrated with seed is that they do it alongside us. And I I think that just talking about the unique things about seed is that we're so relational. We're a community and we have your back and we want to help you integrate it. We want to walk alongside you on this youth ministry journey. And, And not only just, 
equip you, but learn from you as you integrate feed. And probably my favorite part of my job is getting to connect with youth pastors on a weekly basis and just say, what do you need? What are you using? What works? What doesn't work? Help us make it better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that has to be such a key thing too, because you're getting that in the trenches kind of in real time feedback. And like, uh, like you said, you're then kind of seeing, Hey, how does this flesh out in a, um, a single church setting of 40 students who meet middle school and high school combined? And, and how does it flesh out in a multi-site church with six campuses from, you know, uh, suburbs to rural and of all varying sizes and, and so on. And uh, I'll use that as a little transition to kind of build off that question. You know, we know that feed is for any youth or student ministry setting, but are there, what specific ways and beneficial ways have you seen feed used in a multi-site setting? And then kind of like an addendum to that question is, you know, which multi-site churches are using feeds so the listeners can kind of check out to see how a multi-site church is integrating feed into their ministry strategy. Sure. Yeah. It's a great question. So feeds thinking and approach has really been helped shaped by an incredible team of youth pastors. And among some of those youth pastors are multi-site leaders uh, and, and thinkers, and especially in that youth ministry space. So some of our architects for feed are Terry Parkman from River Valley, um, Mayo Sowell from Church of the Highlands, and Vince Parker from Life Church, who has been on this podcast, I think, 40 times now. I think that's the number. Yes. Big um, fan of Vince. <laughs> very grateful for him. Very much so. Twice. A little hyper. But, but Vince is on every podcast. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's he's everywhere. I'm like listening to the Goop podcast and they have Vince Parker on. I'm like, what are you doing talking about women's health? Okay, cool. No, <laughs> sorry, Vince, if you're listening. You know, he's going to listen to it too. He's a part of feed, so you know he's going to listen. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, we're just, it's, it's so much fun working alongside those guys and seeing how they use feed for their own unique and individual context. And um, I'd say, and and this is how it applies to every multi-site church, is just that there's some common themes there. And I would say, largely speaking, how people are using feed in a multi-site way is they're looking at it as a buffet, which no pun intended. And uh, I can... I can break that down a little bit more what that looks like. So I have a hunch that no one uses any curriculum or resource ecosystem 100%. Oh. I think everyone in some way, shape or form customizes things to their needs. Yeah. You and have ministry name on it. Now you've customized it. Right. So ex- exactly, exactly. Which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think in that multi-site context, there's a couple of factors for customization um, that really factor in and that's the size of the youth ministry. And also the experience of the youth pastor. So, for example, if you have a new youth pastor, FEE can really help provide support and a framework for youth ministry. Uh, It can also help give them the knowledge base and the confidence they need to be successful. Um, And then for someone who's a more seasoned youth pastor, maybe FEE is just more of a complementary resource to what they're already doing. And then I think the second big thing for customization is is to really get to know the entirety of the feed ecosystem. So get to know all of our resources, 
and the philosophy. And then just ask yourself a couple questions. Number one, what works for my context? What is it that I actually need right now? And then number two, what could work for other contexts you're involved in, like school clubs, or if you have a different kind of student discipleship pathway that you're formulating. Um, I think I think those are the keys for leveraging it with multi-sided. And, and that big theme, again, is just seeing the entire ecosystem as a buffet for you to pick and choose from and kind of really base it off. What are your specific needs for your specific site? Yeah, I, I, I have two thoughts I want you to share that were encouraging to me that stuck out. One, the, the three individuals that you shared from the multi-site world, Vince being one of them. Uh, one of the things I've, I've appreciated them as leaders and listening to them on various podcasts, I've had an opportunity to chat with them, is they they all gifted in that, that empathetic way of being able to put themselves in the shoes or the context of other churches, other campuses, other leaders while really hitting at the heart of what do students need and what do uh, volunteer leaders need? What do church leaders need? What do families need uh, in a humble way, not in a, an assuming way, but in a way that comes from shepherding and listening and observing. And to know that those are some of the individuals that are helping uh, shape some of that, I think is encouraging. Cause I know at times when it comes to hearing certain names with, with multi-site, like, yeah, but they can do that because of X, Y, Z, we kind of, excuse our way out of trying to utilize something or implement something at times. But uh, I love hearing that those are some of the people who are, are utilizing feed and helping to shape it um, just because of who God has wired them to, to be already is such a gift to, uh, to the church. Uh, and, and then thinking about some of this stuff with how a multi-site church uh, uses it, you know, I'm, 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 you know, my cogs are turning for us here at Woodside and I agree. I think one of those things is there's so many times in which, you know, you have those conversations of how are we having a, uh, an impact at local schools or what does it look like if we took a, a, a smaller core of students and did a more intense discipleship thing or did a parents class or down the line. And one of the hangups of those things, oftentimes there's finding the time uh, or the people uh, or the time to train the people or create the content or so on and so forth to be able to execute that uh, and to think, oh, man, you already have great, solid content that is accessible, that is free, and that can be contextualized that you could um, more easily execute some of those things that maybe every year when you're doing the evaluation, you're like, yeah, parent ministry is back on there you know, because we didn't get to it last year and we didn't implement it or school outreach is on there again, or that discipleship group is on there again. This could really be a great catalyst with some of that stuff you talked about to, to, Hey, this upcoming year, this upcoming summer to launch um, some of those things that have been nagging and that you've seen, Hey, this is definitely a need that we have in that minute in the ministry Um, or to help supplement maybe something you're already doing regularly that because you're implementing a resource, you can now put your uh, your energy and effort elsewhere to focus on that next thing, that creating that next content, recruiting those individuals and so on. So I, th- those are the two things as I'm sitting here in the seat that I get the privilege of sitting as both the host and as a multi-site student pastor. I'm like, all right, you know, feed. We've got a big summer coming up. How is it, how is it going to work here? So I, I appreciate that insight. Super, super encouraging. 
Um, and Allison, thank you so much for the time. I'm so glad we were able to get connected uh, and just to, to be able to, again, hear uh, how you guys are looking to equip and empower and encourage uh, student and youth ministry pastors and leaders uh, is so humbling. And um, just as we get ready to wrap up, any final thoughts? And obviously, please share how people can get a hold of you, check out feed and down the line. Yeah, yeah. Well, just thank you so much and have loved this conversation. And I encourage if you're hearing this today and you're thinking, man, my, my curiosity is peak, yeah. go check Feed out. Feed.bible is our web address, but you can also connect with us at Feed Youth Ministry on Instagram, um, which I think that's, I, I think most of us are just on Instagram. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where we're all primarily at, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's where we're at, ever-expanding. But yeah, Instagram is a great way to get in touch with us. But the thing I would say is reach out to us directly. Join the conversation. And um, I or anyone else from the feed team would love to connect with you and to talk about your specific youth ministry and brainstorm on ideas that where you can integrate and, um, you know, you said it earlier, there's a lot of people in this youth ministry space right now, and we're all trying to get resources. And so um, we just want to serve and, and connect people the best as possible. And so even if it's helping you identify something else out there, um, you know, we're happy to do that. But, but get in touch with us and uh, we want to collaborate alongside you and, and help build a ministry that's innovative and impactful for Gen Z. Amen. Amen. Allison, again, thank you so much for your time. And listeners, we hope this was encouragement. Get off the, you know, the podcast, exit out right now, go check out feed. Um, and uh, again, if as always, you can reach out to us at Multi Multi Podcast, uh, you know, on Instagram. Uh, reach out to us directly. If there's anything that we can do to be of any sort of encouragement or help to you and your team as you guys look to navigate the fun world of multi-site ministry, then just let us know. We are always here to help, and it is a joy for us to do so. And until next time, bye.